And welcome to the Lords of Loud podcast. We're just four guys who enjoy a good debate about music. We thought we'd move our rants and discussions into the podcast era. I'm Lord Ben, Lord of the Lords. I'm the Walrus. As always with me, I have Lord Brett. He is the Eggman. Lord Kev, he is the Scotch Eggman. And Lord Al, he's the Eggplant. Welcome back to the Lords of Loud, and on tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about the top five lyricists of all time. Lyricists. Yes, and everybody <laughs> loves a good lyric. Uh, a good lyric can put a tear in your eye, or it can, uh, can make put you your roll on the floor in fits of laughter, yes, I guess. So, you do. Uh, and what's interesting about that is that I think uh, people take lyrics very personally, and I think sometimes a lyric will will make the song. So Absolutely. even though you may not connect with connect necessarily with the instrumentation, that's um, right. The and lyrics that, can really have a significant impact on you. That's right. And the lyric is the part, like you said, that someone will take away and go, "Oh, they're talking just to me." Yes. In that moment, yeah. or the you know, as opposed you to you could be listening to some pretty ordinary music, in fact. Sure, but with great lyrics. Love it. As Al, Al, and Al would say, I mean, can you think of anyone, anyone you know? who, who does that? Mm. Maybe one. And in <laughs> fact, in fact, I've I have ended up uh, losing that magic about a song because I interpreted the lyrics differently to the guy who wrote it. Right. And later on, you know, after loving the song for mm. 15 years or something, I read in an interview where he said what the song was about. Sure. I went, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> that ruins I, it for me. Yeah, that ruins it for me yeah. because you made it about God and I had nothing <laughs> I had nothing about religion in it at all. I had it all about me <laughs> and they've made it about God. Mm, it's <laughs> the same thing, isn't it, Brett? Hey, hey. You know? Well, who wants to kick us off with, with some of their, well, their top five list? Did you want to start, Kev? Have you got some people in mind? Oh, I do. I, I wrote down five. Mm-hmm. I've got them on the phone. So mm-hmm. i just um, fire that baby up so <laughs> I can uh, remember them. Yep. But I, I know that Bob Dylan was on there, and that's an obvious one to kick off with. Yeah, I think I think he would be in... I would, yeah, if anyone, any serious judge, uh, <laughs> I would hope that Bob Dylan would be in anyone's top five lyricists of all time. So that's in your Seriously? top five there, Al? Um... Well, it depends on what the top five is of. <laughs> top lyricists, no. Because I, I, sorry to steal your thunder, Kev, but I like the fact that he is into wordplay, and I like how he um, yeah. can throw stuff together. And it's just, it's, yeah. he's just bloody clever. That's right. Yeah. It sounds like a child. Probably why you don't like him, Al. He's just too clever for you. Maybe you don't mm. get it. Maybe you don't understand it. Mm. I think that's one of the funny things about the way he writes is. Um, people analyse those lyrics and people decide this is all about the politics or this is about these characters or whoever Mm. but in fact it could just be wordplay and it's just funny you can make up your own stories I mean you know the pillbox hat song things like that they're just just fun you know and it just puts pictures in your head of characters and Mm. you know it's very literary it's very you know otherworldly and yeah brilliant and occasionally it's dumb and fun, and then there's just a big rhyme in there to yeah. fill up some time. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly that. what I think. Hat. So I wrote, I wrote here. I like that it's a break from the other stuff. It's you know. It's, yeah. yeah, I wrote here. A man in the coon, in the coonskin cap in the pig pen wants eleven dollar bills. You only got ten. I mean, that's just yeah. As you said, there's no deep meaning in that. It's yeah. a character. It's yeah. a couple of characters yeah. there. But it sets yeah. But yeah, it tells it's, a story. Yeah, just there's, there's colour. Words. There's colour everywhere. It's not like anyone would tell you when you're writing. Don't, don't just um, see like, what happens. Like you know, they're selling, they're selling mm, postcards mm. of the hanging. You know, like yes. Yeah. 
just a great line, a couple of words, you know. Hmm. Like, I had a feeling that you guys would both have gone straight in with Bob, so who did you have as well as? Uh, well, well, funnily enough, Bob was, like, only number five for me. He wasn't... Um, so was it John, Paul, George, Ringo, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> well, Ringo was number one, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd, you know, I'd like to be under the sea mm. in mm. Octopus's garden. In yeah. the town where I was born. No, well, that was actually Paul, but yeah, sure. <laughs> no, we'll keep going, let's keep going with yours, Nerd. and then we'll do... <laughs> yeah, anyway. Who else you got on your list, Kate? Boy, oh, while we're still with uh, you. Yeah, yeah. Steve, Sorry, Steve we've Steve stolen Mal- your first Malkmus is a... Uh, uh, the lyricist, guitarist, lead singer, dude out of Pavement, and then his own solo albums, and he's, a, again, a guy who can um, uh, tell a story, paint a picture, um, rock out, have fun, um, wrote a brilliant song about, um, fuck, I, can't, I don't even know what it's about, but um, <laughs> he, did, he did get into um, Getty Lee for some reason. Oh, did he? Yeah. From Rush, we're just talking There's about this little playoff where he says, what about the voice of Getty Lee? How does he sing his high? I wonder... Does he talk like an ordinary guy? A voice in the background goes, I know him, and he does. And he goes, well, you're my fact chicken cuz. Oh, nice. So, nice. There's Raymond. There's yeah. one. Uh, and it's just thrown into a different song about, you know, spending time inside Steve's head, um, which is a great place to be. Um, one of those is a cigar stand, the other one is a lovely blue and candescent guillotine. Um, you can't quarantine the past, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, really, really enjoyed the mixture of his guitar work and the lyrics mm. coming together. I don't think, I think it'd be worthwhile listening to Pavement Songs musically. He doesn't rate himself as a lyricist, hilariously enough, but anyone who's a fan yeah. loves his turn of phrase. So. Now, what was his name, sorry? Uh, Steve Maltman. So that's right. not a band I've ever been able to get into as well, Pavement. We might have a pavement jam off. Yeah, maybe that might be the, that might be the head to head that we need to have. Yeah, okay. Mm, and I will win. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's two from Kev's list. Alan, who's on your list? Uh, Paul Simon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, Art Garfunkel. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, see, Paul Simon is is first on my list. Okay. Greatest lyricist ever ever born. He's just got some really nice phrases. The one. Like there are many songs that I could look at, but the one that I looked at was um, uh, Slip Sliding Away. Mm. And um, just let me bring up some of the, some of the lines from that. Um, yeah, I know a man, he came from my hometown, he wore his passion for his woman like a, a thorny crown. Mm-hmm. And it was just such a great... Yeah, rain. Yeah, yeah. It was just such a great rhyme, yeah. Yep. He does it a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> I'm as good as I'm as good as Dylan. As good as, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> Dolores, I live in fear. My love for you is so overpowering. I'm afraid that I will disappear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just, yeah, a lot of really simple 
truths, but expressed yeah. quite eloquently. The beauty is he doesn't write a bad lyric. That's the thing. Like, you listen, even songs that you haven't, you know, that aren't hits or whatever, they, they all still have really good lyrics. And, yeah. his, and his best lyrics, like my favourite lyric is is, is um, in America where he says, Kathy, I'm lost, although I knew she was sleeping. Mm. You know, like mm. he's, a, he's a man finally admitting, you know, <laughs> his, his failures, but he's only doing it because she's asleep. Like yeah. it's just, yeah. just brilliant lines like that. Or, mm. you know, the Mississippi Delta was shining like a national guitar, mm. you know. Just beautiful. There's, but you can go through every single song of his. You can pick out a, an incredible lyric. Yeah, yeah. He's a romantic, and that's and that's what yeah. I like about it. you. Really so believe? So yeah, yeah. Poetic. You really believe that that you know every love song he has written. That's because that's how he felt. Yeah. You know. So I had uh, for you know his song "Family Wherever I May Find Her." You know, and when you ran to me, your cheeks flushed with the night. What a dream. We I walked had. on yeah. frosted fields of juniper and lamplight. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like again, you're right. It's a, it's a poetry, but you 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 at no point do you think he's phoning it in mm. that you you seriously well, it believe. Feel contrived as well. Yeah, like you, a lot of yeah. poetic lyrics feel like someone's trying to write some amazing, you know, high school poetry or something like. His it never feels contrived or it never feels mm. forced. Mm. Like it just feels like it just flows out of him in a very beautiful poetic way. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like it's often phrased in an easy conversational manner. Mm. Um, but it's powerful. Yeah, but, but it's yeah. yeah. Wow, we he's, he's we almost all agree on that, Kev. <clears throat> you are you. You hate him? Yeah, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not at all. No, I like him. It's not. It's not in my top five. I don't know if it's just not. Sometimes I find it a bit twee and hippie-ish, like you know. Yeah. Uh, the other truism is I don't have that many albums myself, mm. so I'm not mm. right across it. Um, so yeah, I've never, you know, had any problems with any of the stuff yeah. that he's put out. It's not that. It's more just yeah, not that familiar with it. Costello into the mix oh, yeah, okay. just speaking of you know from the heart lyrics and um, Elvis Costello does a great line in colour and a great line in um, uh, broken hearted stuff really yeah really well <laughs> portrayed in stories of um, betrayal <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah um, yeah and, and then great character songs as well you know or, or great and political songs and great songs about you know political histories of different mm. areas and mm. yeah so an interesting little uh, combination and again great music and great you know sort of attitude to it all you know and yeah. fantastic voice yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because that, that voice has to play a part in it you know and I think quickly going back to Paul Simon I mean Art Garfunkel singing some of those romantic songs you know it was almost like the perfect combination of mm-hmm. the poetry sure. and that voice means wow and the same thing you know with Elvis Costello mm. you know he just had that great his voice is almost a character in itself 
yeah, yeah, yeah. You can hear that like heartbreak and you know mm, blood mm. and chocolate, and you can hear it in um, uh, I can't think of a single Elvis Costello song tonight, but there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's almost the complete opposite with Bob Dylan. You know? <laughs> it's like his, his voice has character, but when you take the character away and just focus on the lyrics, thank God that's awful. <laughs> so we've got, so far we've got... Moving along. <clears throat> we've got certain entry for Dylan and Paul Simon. I don't, I don't think we've got a certain entry for Dylan. Well, we've got three. It's three. Yeah, three, yeah. three or four. Three on four, mate. Yeah, four, mate. Guys. What about, are, are, are we... we um, I've got to throw Nick Cave into the mix as well. Yeah. Um, okay. Again, that's just someone who can create a world. He wasn't far out of my top five. Mm. He didn't quite make the top five, but he, was, he wasn't far out. Because you weren't paying attention. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like cramming some old that's gold, it. first of all. Sleep you know. at the wheel. <laughs> Sleep at the wheel, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. tell us why you, tell us about Cave. Why, oh, I'd, I'd, why is he in there for you? I was trying to think of an actual lyric that, you know, kind of sums it all up. I mean, I've not Googled stuff. I've just kind of gone from memory, and um, I just love the world that he, he creates. Mm. Um, I love that dark... Mm. I, I love... I mean, I Red right hand, right? Yeah, yeah, Red, Red right hand. I mean, it's, yeah, it's menacing. Name. It's menacing. Yeah, there's yeah, there's yeah. no doubt about it that you sort of go... And, and the great thing about it is it's, it's not... He doesn't do it in the metal thing, which is where you sh- you yell it and you mm. put you put this massive no. guitar riff behind it to say "fuck, we mean business." It's mm. like when he sings it's "Red Right Hand," it's you're sparse. sitting there going, yeah. "This guy is creepy as all fuck." It's that, it's that <laughs> which is anvil. what you want of an artist, really. Yeah, it's, it's that anvil bang or whatever. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You know, creates this menacing atmosphere. Mm. Of, you know, mm. yeah. yeah, and I think the early sort of stuff that he and did, his voice, you know, was all about visual stuff, and he's sort of grown as a as a as a writer, mm. become a writer. And more than not more than a performer because he's an incredible performer um but he's become a, a writer more than a showman like yeah. you know in that yeah. sense of like it wasn't just about noise and fireworks mm. um but yeah there's just this atmosphere just love it yeah cool mm. al who else do you have on your list uh well it's one that i imagine will get uh quite uh, quite a lot of support from Ben, which is Roger Waters. Yeah. Yes. He well, was, I, he's on mine. He's on mine. I thought, on mine. Uh, I thought you three. as well. He's friend, number three so. on my list, yeah. And Kev, obviously, will back him a thousand percent. Yeah. Oh, well, it's yeah. all right. We've Jesus. got three out of four votes, so it doesn't matter what he thinks. So. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've established that it doesn't matter what I think. <laughs> um, yeah, one of the greats who just speaks to me particularly. Like, his lyrics are just incredible. And I love that... Um, that one particular lyric, which I always, I th- I've told you guys in the past, but you know, in um, in time where it's you know, half a page of um, thoughts. Uh, what is it? Thoughts that ever. Uh, how's it go? Plans that either come to naught or half a page of scribbled lines. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's my life. <laughs> it's like, you know, I always start. Oh, I've got a great idea for something, and I'll write. You know, whatever. Write a couple of lines down, whatever. But that mm. that is just you know. Hanging on in quiet desperation is the English yeah, way. Yeah. I mean, that's just yeah. amazing lyrics. Especially for uh, someone like the age that he was when he wrote that song in particular. Mm, yeah. And given that, I can't imagine that he led an office work no. existence no. or yeah. any of his yeah. adult no, life. No, he didn't. He didn't. But he, he, uh, but he summed it up. He, he summed up the the common man's you yeah, know, exactly. burden. But old, yeah, like... If I'm in a bad period with work or, or you know whatever, I'll stick that album on the on the way to work. Hmm. And it is shockingly, you know, Jesus. as I 
as I drive and I look at other people in their cars, clearly, you know, all all in this mm, ant-like mm. march <laughs> towards work, you know. That's not to say you don't impl- enjoy where you work, Ben. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm saying, <laughs> of course. For any well, listeners the, out there, it's, the, know. it's the commute. It's, it's the, the commute. commute. It's the commute gets that's hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I was thinking, like, you put on the Pink Floyd to get to work so it doesn't seem as bad. <laughs> so work isn't as bad, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, at least it, I'm not stuck in a box listening to Roger Waters. Sho- it's so poignant when you look, when certain of those lyrics hit, and some of, and obviously mm. musically as well, but you happen to be looking at, you know, you're, you're surrounded by other cars and you're, you're mm. yeah, yeah. waiting at lights. or you Like, mm. that, it, it is crazy how, how good that album just sits with, with it, like yeah. you say, modern, the modern quest of a, of yeah. a, of a modern person on the you know who has that struggle day to day going to work whatever so which he never he never yeah no, obviously never no. experienced so the way he's captured in that on that album in particular is is incredible what's the um what's the team impala song where he talks about going every day back and forth what's it for i love that because if you ever mm. listening to that where you're going to work <laughs> yeah 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 what's it for? but, that, so but that, that were heavily influenced by oh he, he was very inf- uh, heavily influenced by pink floyd as well yeah but but that that's interesting isn't it because you're talking about connecting with lyrics for a whole bunch of reasons you know uh and and you know in my head so roger was pink floyd if you didn't work yeah, exactly right yeah exactly you right. need if that. you love your job then you're gonna <laughs> hate pink floyd um which is why Alan is really a, I'm just an, an anomaly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, but what's really interesting is that, that is at that point you are connecting with the lyrics because they are about you. You mm. know, mm. I don't hear many Bob Dylan songs where I go, "That's I'm connecting with that." No, yeah. but I'm but I'm enjoying the wordplay. Yeah. Uh, when I get the the romantic Paul Simon's mm. again, I'm I don't you know I'm not slip sliding away. I don't think. And so, but it, but again, I appreciate. It. So, yeah. I re- but you're right. I think Roger Waters has that brilliant thing of going like I some of his solo work amused to death. That whole thing about mm. people sitting around their, their TV screens. Yeah. Yeah. And just dying because they they were amused them they amused themselves mm. to death. He knows how to going, wow. a, yeah, he knows how to sort of create a world. Um, Fabulous dystopia. Yeah, 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 dystopia, yeah that's yeah, right. He's yeah. like the lyrical version of an Orwell or something like that. Mm, like he does, mm. he can create an. Uh, he, he he really paints these dystopian worlds and and really puts you in the centre of it. Mm. And makes you really think about those things. Even in on the animals, you know, some of the, you know. Uh, uh, White House, what a sh- you know, yeah, yeah. what a charade you are, whatever, like that yeah. sort of stuff. Like there's just you know, mm. so many great moments, and it just really puts you right in that. Mm. You know, makes you think about these things and think about your life. And yeah, for me, it's yeah, fantastic. Sounds like a lot of hard work. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I, I have this other category where where I think lyricists are being so honest about themselves that that is compelling. You know, and so, and it often comes, you know, the divorce album. Mm, you know, mm. so you look at some of Peter Gabriel's solo mm. albums where he's yep. trying to reconnect with his family, you know, yep. and, and, um, or, or uh, you know, Salisbury Hill mm. when he's trying to decide to leave Genesis mm. and, you know, he's stuck. Yep. In in that thought process, and you re- and you listen to that that song, and you just go, wow. Yeah. You know.
John Lennon's uh, Plastic Ono band where he talks mm-hmm. about God and he and he Marvel. just mm-hmm. he just says I don't believe in in, in Elvis and I don't believe yeah. in Zimmerman and I don't believe in Beatles. Yeah. You know the dream is over and you're sitting there or when he talks uh, mother, mother I mean when, yeah, when yeah. he just mm. says you know fuck my my life is yeah. fucked because you died <laughs> and you didn't want me yeah, um, cool. and you sit sit there going wow join into the mix here I'm trying to join into the mix here okay but again it's that it's that category of I haven't lost my mum, but man, uh, I, I I'm just astounded that people can be so raw mm. and so mm. honest about their life, and then yeah. and somehow make it into a tune. Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, that album, in that album in particular, he just him and Yoko had just been through the primal scream therapy. Yeah, yeah, you, know. you can hear it on that song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, literally, yeah. Mm. So he brought that into yeah. That was his. That was the album that he'd come off, and those two songs in particular were direct. As a as a slight sidetrack. Um, yeah, listening to that album because I listened mm. to that recently, and also uh, McCartney and uh, what was the one that you recommended? Ram. Ram. Yeah. Um, so listen to those, and Paul does a lot of screaming as well. I don't know whether it was like the thing for the time. It's like everyone's going <laughs> to yeah. scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was John's clearly the better screamer. <laughs> you know? Wow. Okay. Like you listen to his screams oh, during. That's a whole other episode. Yeah. You, you listen to him yeah. screaming during Mother. Yeah. Or whatever it is, yeah. it's like mm. that. Uh, okay, if it's affected, it sounds very genuine. Yeah, it's yeah. you can hear the anguish there, mm. and when he screams in other songs, it's either he's done a lot of practice as well. Yeah, um, yeah. through all his you know scream therapy. Yeah, um, but it's just like wow, that is a voice of you know passion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas the Paul's was Paul's the voice of melodic. Screaming. Well, I don't think it was so much melodic as just trying to get a different angle on how to um, how to present. He does it as a musical lyrics. expression in the same way that you know traditionally black artists might have done it. You know, like your Little Richards and those mm. kind of guys mm. use yeah. that as a as a music musical technique. He's, yeah. not, he's not doing it as a as an outlet of. of yeah. Passion, like you say. No, whatever, no. You know, whereas John is, yeah. yeah you can very, hear. It. I mean, very different uh, reasons. I think he just did it worse. Um, <laughs> especially like a, like you hear him do it in the Beatles, and you go, "Yes, that's a whole little Richard type I'm of thing." To, I'm, I'm but then to throw uh, branch here, mate. <laughs> but then afterwards, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. you're just being obnoxious now. Um, <laughs> you so what else you got on your list? Well, I've got I've got one uh, which may get support. I'm not sure. Uh, Bono. Really. Going to get support from me unless you yep. give me some hearing proof. crickets there. Ah! Give me some no, 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 no. And I, look, there are some there are some lyrics which are which are awesome. But yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay. There are some lyrics um, which are so expand. Okay, so so there's I mean the one there's one uh, I can't remember it exactly, but it's in Sunday Bloody Sunday. Um, like it's it's not like gen- uh, generally he has entire songs that are full of mm. you know amazing lyrics but there'll be lines in there like in that song it's there are trenches in our heart Mm. type thing and it was just a really good visual because you know it is essentially a war zone yeah um and it's so close to to people it's you know you could imagine that there will be people who know you know people on either side of Mm. the fence in this one and it is almost literally a trench in their heart yeah um but the other one that I was thinking of, another example, is The Fly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just a, just a series of them. 
It's no secret that a conscience can sometimes be a pest. It's no secret ambition bites the nails of success. Yeah. Um, every artist is a cannibal. Every poet is a thief. All kill their inspiration and sing about their grief. And not only does it rhyme, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just a really, uh, some of those really good, succinct mm -hmm. messages that Roger Waters could do yeah, yeah, as yeah. well. Just sure. as a psycho, I've captured in this one line, yeah. um, you know, something that feels like the truth. Yeah, yeah. But it's done... Yeah, publicly. Well, well, I think in you know in Joshua Tree running the standstill. I mean that just the yeah. title alone. Yeah. You know, I mean the 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 song is beautiful, but the title alone to me yeah. is is a classic piece of poetry where you go, you don't don't tell me the lyrics, so I know what the song's about already. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and I think I think some of the work in Bullet the Blue Sky. Yep. Is like you know, wow, that's you know, and it's almost. There's almost some Dylan Dylan-esque stuff in there when he mm. talks about, you know, the guy slapping down the dollar bills and you go, yeah. that's building character and yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Um, the problem is there's some, there's always sooner or later a little bit of twee where you sort of go, uh, yeah, okay. Well, autism, I think, summed him up at one stage by saying he was, uh, and they were talking about, I think, the lyrics for one. I said too many of them are like... Uh, Laxettes disguised as lint chocolates. <laughs> um, you know, you at, at the surface you just go, oh, isn't that beautiful? And then you go, oh, it's... Yeah. No. Um, okay. Yeah, so I, I, think he's, I think he's got more than probably what his reputation allows him to have hmm. these days. Uh, mm -hmm. But, yeah, I think he's done a lot of... Yeah, if only if only people in the room in this room had have written the stinkers he had written. You know what I mean? If we, if yeah. we only could have written those stinkers, yeah, yeah. Because sure. even the stinkers aren't that bad in the end. <coughs> yeah, I'll take yeah. royalties for his stinkers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> well, speaking of stinkers, um, I'll put Morrissey through mm. for myself. Um, but I have to say that he's becoming harder to like. <laughs> and what? What's, what's funny about that? Well, in, in the UK, he's becoming something of a prior and he's putting himself in that position by posting uh, very right-wing videos mm. and this type of stuff. He's Yeah, he's got fruit and <coughs> disease, um, whether it's a desperate need for attention or whatever. It's kind of sad to see. Um, it's not, you know, Jimmy Savile sad, but it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's up, no, yeah, yeah. you know, for someone that you were, you're a big fan of, yeah, your kids, you know, yeah. and, and he that. wouldn't naturally assume would have these right wing, yeah, tendencies, and whether it's just a mad attention seeking, you know, sort yeah. of, I mean, I still contrarian you know, type of, you know, he just yeah. wants to be the opposite of pulling people's legs you know, a bit. It's mm. a difficult time in British politics UK wise mm. um, so anyway it's, mm. um, that's 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 the background to saying that um, when I first thought about this I was thinking wow surely there's lots of bands I would love that would get great lyricists and in fact that is kind of what the the music I wanted to like, I wanted yeah. to really get into things like. But after Morrissey came along and you know the Smiths came along, um, you know Marky e. Smith and the Fall at the same time, and they sort of played off very Ding. different, very different, That's right? Awesome. Yeah. It's waiting for the. You waiting for the Marky? <laughs> well, no, there are people listening to the podcast who, yeah. who, ne who will now be having a drink. That's right. Yeah. This is their first drink of the night. That's right. Well, the you when you the mentioned shop. the Fall, you can also take a drink for the fact that none of the rest of you guys are going to vote men. So I'll just, <laughs> I didn't really want to go on about it too much for that reason because um, yeah. it's not uh, it's not really the point of it but I will say that um, 
yeah, his lyrics when I was a when I was a kid, they were really personal and they were really mm. sort of oh, they were really getting at something about you know wanting to get older and try things and explore the world, and it hasn't travelled. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't listen to it now and go, oh, that really resonates still. It's not like it, it was a world... You know what I mean? He would yeah. write these songs about hanging a DJ because the music could constantly play. And it's like <laughs> at the time it seemed kind of funny, you know, and now it's just like, it just seems like, you know, your money will get, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas Marky Smith and his famous um, famous tracks about um, $500 bottles of wine and, you know, <laughs> uh, lyrics like, hey there, fuckface. Um, <laughs> you know... He really so yeah, poetic. hasn't ever gone away. I don't know a lot of its charm. Can really, really hit you in the feels that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Container drivers, you know, what a track. Anyway, um, yeah, they would be in my top five, but um, they wouldn't be in anyone else's. Um, but what I was sure. surprised to find was that the music that I really love isn't lyrical music. It yeah, really okay. is. It's more music music. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's only by luck that Stevie Maltness has snuck in there. Yeah. Because yeah. I say he's, I think he he he, he denies that he's, he's the writer he is. Um, he's like, oh, it's all about the music and all that kind of mm. stuff. But, um, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, if Kev's going to name check some people who aren't going to get support, <laughs> let me throw a few in then. Um, I had Tom Waits. I just like some of his. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, he again. He he. It's a world thing again, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Rain, salt. Yeah, know, yeah. He, he builds characters yeah, he builds and, and yeah, uh, you know, barreling down the boulevard and mm-hmm. you know. Well, these diamonds on my windshield these tears from heaven But well, I'm pulling into town on the interstate I got a steel train in the rain And the wind bites my cheek through the wing And it's these late nights and this freeway flying that always makes me sing There's a duster trying to change my tune He's pulling up fast on the right Rolling restlessly by 24 hours um, Some great stuff. Uh, Jagger had a few, you know. I was born on a crossfire hurricane and a howl at morning driving rain. I mean, uh, you know, but again, not enough. Mm. But mm. but you know, on any given day, sure. You know, he wrote some really interesting, yeah, interesting stuff. Um, uh, Sean Colvin. Uh, Sean Colvin. Yeah, female uh, acoustic guitar player. Uh, wrote some wrote some really poignant stuff. Again, you know, again, you know, not a, not a great deal of work, but I like some of her stuff. Uh, how does she fit into anything? Like I've never heard of her. How does she fit into anything? Well, like was she in a band or... before? No, 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 no. She's just a a, a solo a busker artist or what? No, 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 no. She sold albums, Al. Okay. Um, Tom York. Did you, did you buy two of them? I did. Yeah. Uh, Tom York. Uh, you know, I think there's some really interesting in stuff in there. And again, that whole a little bit Nick Cave, he can write a really nasty lyric, and and you know, so so from the, his Man of War song, uh, when you come home, I'll bake you a cake made of all their eyes. It's like, oh fuck, okay, <laughs> that's really again creepy as fuck. It's gonna be chewy. That's right, not a yeah. very nice oh. eye cake. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite. I've always went to Berlin, doesn't it? But uh, but again, I like I like someone who can who can mm-hmm. who can. But were these ones in your top five? Or these you're just throwing. Some no, I'm just throwing names some names in there as as Kev's gone. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Just name checking some guys. Jagger isn't in my top five. Sure. Um, but I think so I I'd think in, I'd throw in Jewel maybe off a first album. Yeah. In that era, but 
sorry, keep going with your actual five. So no, we, well, my, my five are uh, uh, Dylan, Waters, uh, Simon, Lennon. Yep. McCartney. Well, I've got Tom Waits sitting there in the five. Tom Waits, yeah, okay. Mm. I can't believe nobody's said it, and it's <gasps> my number two. Robert Bernie, Plant? B- Bernie Taupin. Yes, well... That's interesting. Like, I, yeah, uh, I saw uh, Rocket Man the other night. Yeah. And so the next day I went on um, <coughs> an Elton Bender. <coughs> um, <laughs> How'd your wife feel about that? Well, yeah. you know. Oh, that's right. She's let her break out the George Michael and, you know, <laughs> after they dragged me out of the bushes. It was, that's um, interesting. No, no, and it, because he did pop uh, to mind as well. I was like, yep. oh, you know, surely. He's, he's an incredible lyricist. But, but yeah, when well, I listened well, to it, yeah. it was, and I listened again to... Elton's greatest hits on the way out here tonight. So yeah. uh, even though there are some great lines in there, yeah. like when I read them, it doesn't it doesn't strike me as much as when I hear them put into a song. Yeah, yeah. Like sure. I think a, a lot of it is Elton's delivery. Absolutely. Um, and you know the. But that's. But isn't that for every, every artist? I mean, what? No. Although, like some of the lyrics that we've talked about in. Mm just now like some of them you can read by themselves and go mm. oh you know that's mm. so good sure if I read that anywhere else written on a mm. toilet wall or whatever speak the delivery <laughs> <laughs> the it only reason them... you're listening to this stuff is because it's so much fun <laughs> uh, like a lyric like haunted by a Harlem social scene just a pawn outplayed by a dominating queen you know that's that's such a beautiful poetic lyric he, he does have some good ones there but like listening to the greatest hits it's just like yeah so much of I mean, the, the words, uh, you know, uh, they sound very stream of consciousness in, in some places. It's just like, boom, here we go. And partly, like, reading about his his lyric writing at some stages where just like, yeah, I just wrote and wrote and wrote and mm. wrote and wrote. Mm. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you'll <clears throat> hit, hit gold when you do mm. that. And other times it'll be like, well, this is close enough. Let's see what the other guy does Yeah, <clears throat> uh, with it. So... Mm. Yeah, like uh, I think together they've done some fantastic stuff, but uh, but yeah, I'm not sure. Reading his lyrics, I'd encourage you to, um, yeah, really look at some of the earlier albums, like some of the like Elton's first four albums. Yeah, the lyrics on those. Uh, well, beyond that, it's there's some incredible stuff as well. But particularly those, because that's when he was sort of like your song, you know, sat on the roof, kicked off the moss, you know, like just little, there's so many beautiful little lines in in some of that really early work. That uh, you know, yeah. But 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 that's an interesting point in it because I think there are some songs where you cannot you cannot work out what is the impact of the lyrics so I would say mm. that song Rocket Man that's an awesome song sure. I love that song yeah. yeah. but if you said to me what it is and I'd, I'd have to say oh if I'm trying to do you know a percentage is it 80, 80% of the the music mm. and the delivery mm. and the Rocket Man that word yeah. <laughs> you know and then the other yeah. stuff oh well, that's sort of interesting because yeah. some of it I can't actually recall um, yeah. you know but, but really interesting that some of those things but that's the genius of that deli- yeah that, and, and that was a that was a special partnership where it wasn't like they were going okay well here's here's some music write some lyrics to it it was it was the reverse you know yeah, that's yeah. very rare mm. that you get here's the lyrics I've, I don't want anything to do with the music yeah 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 you, know, you yeah. go away and see what you can make of it um, and certainly Elton's genius and this is where I think people don't, and the Rocket Man movie was good for that. 
Like it was good. And look, what I thought was really good was the the amount of credit he gave to Bernie Taupin in that movie, yeah. which was yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. He could have easily just made a movie and you know all about him, whatever. But um, that partnership worked so well because. And and he and like Bernie Taupin in that way is a true lyricist, you know. Like he's like, hmm. here's the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, that's wanna, it. Yeah. Don't want to know yeah, about you divorce, know like whatever. Yeah. And for all like he didn't want to know the background. Oh, yeah, two people sitting going, oh, what, what's you know, what can we put in here? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. What, um, what rhymes with barnacle? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, anyway, he's number two on my list. Okay. Um, well, he was in my top ten. I had him in my top ten. Excellent. Okay. Good. Even think about Bernie Taupin one split second. So my. Hang on, let me guess. You're going to have, I can't remember his name, that works with Meatloaf. Jim Steinman. Oh, he's my yes. wildcard entry. In yes. Yeah. He's no wildcard, mate. <laughs> he's he's a like brilliant, a bat out of hell. He's a brilliant, <laughs> a brilliant, underrated lyricist. Rightly so. And I've got, he, he sums up, he, he can sum up the, that, you know, that teenage angsty... yeah. yeah thing better than anybody like you listen to the lyrics to like paradise by dashboard light <laughs> and it's just incredible lyric like the lyrics are fantastic yeah, and that they're lyrics you could read and be like oh yeah i agree they're, they're funny to read and it's just yeah. it's brilliant like it's just every teenage boy yeah has, yeah you know, that's right has been in that situation whatever and with meatloaf yeah. <laughs> with meatloaf <laughs> eating meatloaf He's, he's my wildcard entry to the top five. He made it your top five, okay. Yeah. I would round it out my five with PJ Harvey. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I always liked her world, and again, it's a very specific world, but differs album to album. Mm-hmm. But she's able to just take you on a journey somehow. I think um, her early, early stuff was, you know, very visceral and fun. Sheen on a gig and stuff like that. And then Stories from the City, Stories from the Sea came out, and... Um, in that she just started painting these pictures and these stories and these characters and songs like Come On Billy and um, Down By The Water you know they had a they had a real nice um, yeah just otherworldly other time and place experience to them mm. you know there wasn't poetry and it's sometimes very simple mm. you know um, almost like the opposite of the Bob Dylan you know idea it wasn't screeds and screeds but you just yeah. got this image and the music was beautiful as well so mm. Mm. cool alright so not a lot of crossover in that in, in well, our top we, five I think we've managed to get three that we all agree in the top five and again so this is probably what one we should Marky Smith <laughs> Um, <laughs> Hang on, everyone. Yeah, everyone you can drink just again. The, yep. the, the so shot's going down, yeah. yeah. Right, so we have we have Paul Simon, we have Roger Waters, and we have... Um, Bob Dylan. Oh, Dylan. No, 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 we don't have Waters. No, we got three out of four. Yeah, it's three out of four. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> You're alone so for the ride. Just steam, steam, steam roll that shot. Shut your mouth. Jim Steinman's in the right. I think we had a couple of votes for Nick Cave in there. Yeah. All right. There's certainly some great lyricists in there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd. There's one. There's one lyric that I I did mention in a previous episode. A band, Shearwater, is my sort of favourite currently active band. Um, there's a lyric in there where he, um, it's he says all of your life um, writhing. No, what is it? <laughs> all of your life in a chrysalis writhing. And I just love that lyric because, again, that's just, yeah. you know, for me, that's that's it. It's like you haven't quite you're, – you're in there trying to do your thing, but you haven't quite blossomed into the – into the butterfly type thing. Like know? when you wake up in a tent, you can't get the zip open. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful lyric. Anyway, yeah. all right, we'll leave it there. <laughs> so thanks for listening and join us again on the Lords of Loud. And don't forget to check out our website, lordsofloud.com and also find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Lords of Loud. Thanks for listening.